Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. Thursdays are my favorite days. I love Thursdays because you're almost to the weekend, but there's just enough time to kind of get things ready for the weekend, finish up your work, you know, kind of feel prepared to take a break and take a rest, which I... Um, encourage you all to do if you don't do that. I understand that sometimes you have to put in some overtime, you have to put in some extra work, especially if you are hustling your butt off to get things done and get things accomplished and to, uh, you know, uh, achieve goals, you know, and go after things. I get it. But also, it's important to take rest times. It's important to have time for you to recuperate and just reset and reboot and make sure that you are ready to take on the next thing. But anyway, happy Thursday to you all. Um, I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. I genuinely mean that every single time. I know that I say that every episode, but I do genuinely mean it. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. In the event that you're having a hard day, a troubled day, people are getting on your nerves, you're having issues thrown at you, you know, you're just going through the ringer, I encourage you to take the five minute reset, which is simply taking at least five minutes to be by yourself and take the time to shake off the problems and issues that you're experiencing. It's an opportunity for you to reboot, reset, come back to baseline and just kind of start your day over again and take a quick break um, mentally and emotionally from everything that is dragging you down. You know, you might even be able to spend some of that time problem solving, figuring out what you can do to make the day better or make the next day better to uh, get through the issues and problems that you are dealing with. I understand if there are problems that are too big to be problem solved within that five minute or if you have more time, that time period in general. However, just even thinking about it, even like starting the process of creating uh problem solving uh, resolutions is really helpful. In addition to that, I encourage you to make a gratitude list of at least four things and that can be really big things, small things, or medium-sized things. You can be grateful for being able to uh, make new friends at some sort of recent virtual in-person event that you were able to attend. You can be really grateful that that order that you put in um, from whatever your favorite online store is finally has arrived or you can be grateful for having the opportunity to take a nap in the middle of your day because you work from home and you have that flexibility. That was me today. So regardless, just make sure that you make a list of at least four things and last but not least, before you end your five minute reset time, make sure that you're able to walk away and feel at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because it's very important that you're able to go out to the rest of your day, not drag, not continually have that bad mood and that bad, those bad things drag you down. Also not, uh, being in the mindset to pass your bad mood along to anyone else. And the fact that you spent the time making that gratitude list is one of the best things to change your mindset, to shift your mindset. Gratitude is one of those amazing things that helps you put things in perspective and take a step back and realize how many amazing things you still have going on in your life despite the bad things that are happening. And that is the reason why I always talk about gratitude and how important it is to really think about the things that are still going right in your life and not just always hone in and focus on all the negatives. So just make sure that you do not leave the five minute reset time until you have the ability 
to feel neutral if not positive about the rest of your day. But I do hope that today, Thursday, you're having a fantastic day. Just a reminder that this week on the podcast, we are talking about relationship struggles. And today, Thursday, we're going to talk about watching out for codependency. And let's just jump right in. I think this is going to be a quick episode, but I feel like every time I say that, it's a long one, but I think it is going to be quick and you'll see why. I already have a whole week of episodes talking about and explaining everything having to do with codependency. I do. And it's, I feel like it's closer to the middle, if not the beginning of when I started the podcast back in February. Um, But yeah, I have a whole week that I talk about it. Um, However, I wanted to take a moment to talk about it in regards to avoiding falling into it while in a relationship. But just know that if you want more info and an in-depth chat about it, please listen to those other episodes. Like I said, it's a whole week. It really dives deep into it. It's very helpful. And I think that you would really enjoy that. So I encourage you to, you know, shift on back in the episode list to listen to those if you're interested in learning more about codependency, which is um, just like something super important taken from the overall perspective of personal boundaries. And I have a whole week talking about that as well. Um, But here are some quick hitter things to keep in mind when you are in a relationship. First, stop denying your own needs and make self-care a priority. It can be super easy to fall into the trap of making everything all about your partner. But it's important to know that your needs matter just as much as theirs do. So what can easily happen is because it's that you become so codependent in your relationship that you think that... Any relaxation time, any time to yourself, or anything that would make you feel good is not needed, not necessary, something that you completely throw to the wayside because you find that you need to do everything for your partner. You need to put them first. You need to always side with what they want. You need to do exactly what they want to do. You just need to kind of be, it's kind of like being a servant to them, you know, and you are serving them fully, 100, 1000%, and you are not even on the on the spectrum at all. So you need to make sure that to avoid falling into that codependency pitfall, that you take a step, step, excuse me, you take a step back and realize how important you are because it's a two-way street. And you know, like I mentioned before in the other episodes this week, that not everything will be completely on balance. You know, it might be a 60-40, 75-25 at some points, but the balance always shifts back and in the favor of each person at different times and sometimes it's equal. But it can't always be like always one person is quote unquote winning. You know, one person can't always be in the spotlight, be the shining star. You know, it needs to be more equal than that. And you need to realize that you are just as important as they are, you know, like you are spending all your energy putting them first. And if they are not realizing that, and they're just taking it all in, that's another red flag that you need to watch out for. So just know that you need to make sure that your needs and your self care is a priority and that you are working on that and following through with that because who you are is really important and having self respect is one of the highest things to keep in mind for um, your own emotional, mental wellness. 
So next, don't avoid hard conversations or conflict. I've already spoken about this this week. However, it's very important because it is one of those codependency tendencies that uh, people generally will hide from whatever issues or not want to rock the boat at all, as, as people will say. It may be very difficult to confront your partner when hard topics come up or, you know, when discussions need to be had. But if you continue to hide things or try not to make waves, seriously, Serious resentment can occur and you will constantly live in fear of upsetting your partner, making your relationship difficult to bear after a while. So this is also an opportunity to think about instituting personal boundaries. Personal boundaries are amazing, especially in relationships. And, you know, um, when I talked about uh, in my full week of talking about personal boundaries, I made it very clear that you're going to have different boundaries depending upon what kind of relationship it is. However, in a romantic relationship, you definitely need to make sure that your boundaries are at the right level and, you know, there's definitely going to be a little bit of flexibility here and there because you're going to learn things, you're going to grow, you're going to change, especially if you encounter some sort of situation or discussion or decision that has to be made between you two that you've never done before, you know, you might shift a little bit in what you decide or believe or feel is right. However, you need to make sure that any hard conversations, any conflict, that come up that you just face them head on because if you decide to deal with them at a later date and when I say later I don't mean like a day or two later like because it's fine to take a break take a breather if you're especially if you are in deep and everything is super heated but I'm talking about like pushing it off for weeks and months and just not wanting to deal with it pushing it under the rug pretending that it didn't happen kind of like taking the fall and taking responsibility for any trouble that does come on the relationship that's not right at all you need to face it head on because number one you need to talk about like what happened what you can do to prevent it from happening in the future or what kind of problem solving skills that you guys need to work on together so that you are able to combat any issues any conflicts any hard feelings that come up and be able to move through it and become a more mature and closer uh, couple in the relationship. And if you, again, if you don't, you could definitely develop serious resentment because, you know, you're just dealing with whatever comes. You're, you have some anger, you have some sadness, you have some disappointment that might rise up in you, but you don't want to face it head on. You know, they might do something to hurt you and, you know, you're saying, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I don't even care. And, you know, just totally denying any feelings that you may have about the situation when you need to get it out. It's healthy to get it out because at some point... I don't know how long it'll take. It could take years. And I, I hope you don't wait that long, but you are going to eventually explode all of those emotions out. It's all going to come seeping out and that could potentially be the end of the relationship. And also it's devastating to your mental health because, you know, you're having to unpack all of that all at once because it's just spewing out when you should have dealt with it as it came or at least like a little bit after that so that you're able to actually understand what happened, how you reacted, how you maybe can change your reaction or how you need to um, deal with uh, whatever is happening. Do you know what I mean? So don't just save it all. Don't just pass it all by. Deal with hard conversations. It'll make you a stronger person. It'll make you think more critically and uh, really it'll help you discover how strong you are as a couple and how you can grow together and whether basically this is going to sound harsh but if you think it's going to last or not because if you're constantly at each other's throats and you can't figure it out and you can't have like rational adult conversations this might not be the relationship for you unfortunately but 
you know, you have to take it at your own relationship and your own preferences and your own communication skills. Next, make sure to not let everything you do be taken for granted. So, you know, I almost didn't want to talk about this because I was like, oh, it sounds like such a selfish thing. However, you know, like I said many times, being in a relationship, it's a two-way street and the balance isn't always going to be 50-50. However, you need, the balance needs to always like shift back to either, you know, somewhere in the middle or, you know, hyper-focusing maybe on one person at a period of time, but then shift back to another person and, you know, back and forth it goes because it's a relationship and needs are going to change and situations are going to come up and this, that, and the other and whatever, whatever that is. So, um, but it's important to realize that you don't want to be taken for granted because then that person is actually, um, I don't, you know, I feel like the word, the immediate word that came to mind is kind of like abuse and that sounds a little dramatic, but it kind of is. It's kind of like emotional abuse because they are, they, they know they're taking you, they, they generally know if they're taking you for granted and just having those expectations that, you know, because you've done it once or a few times and you continue to do it, that they don't need to be grateful for it. When in reality, it's important to have a good balance in your relationship. So, You got to make sure you aren't constantly going out of your way to do things for your partner and not getting any acknowledgement or gratefulness in return. Because even if 20 years down the line, you know, your partner is still offering to clean up the kitchen after dinner and letting you relax, you need to always be grateful for that. You need to always be like, oh, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you doing this. You know, you do so many, many things. Like you have to be appreciative and grateful because... Even if it does turn into a thing where you do your thing and they do their thing, you still need to be grateful that they're still willing to do that, that they're still willing to spend their time doing that when they could be doing what you're doing, just relaxing, just chilling, just or doing something that you enjoy more than having to do any sort of chores or errands that aren't necessarily the most fun thing, but they are enjoying doing something for you, giving back to you because they know that they're allowing you to do something different and, you know, it should be a vice versa kind of thing, but if you find that the, that your partner is not um, being grateful, not showing you that appreciation uh, and that acknowledgement for what you're doing, you might want to question that and that will be super difficult. Those are some of the hardest conversations to have because you want to be like, hey, you know, um, I spend my time and it's going to sound like you're being selfish, but honestly, you're not because no one wants to be taken for granted and you don't want to just put up with it until they all of a sudden realize it because what if they never realize it? Like, what if they never realize it that's devastating so you don't want to just sit around and wait you want to be like hey I just want you to know that I really enjoy like helping out or doing this that and the other for you and allowing you to do not allowing I guess that's not a great word but you know um, giving you the opportunity and the time to do this that and the other while I do this for you Uh, but I just want to make sure that you are actually appreciating it. I want to make sure I'm not being taken for granted. Like I said, it's going to be a very difficult conversation. I have definitely had that conversation before and it's not fun, but once you get to the bottom of it and really uh, each person speaks their true feelings about it and then hopefully get over that hump and move on to bigger and better things, then it's a better situation. But you want to make sure that you aren't being taken for granted because again, resentment can build up, but also you'll end up just being sad and like you're and if you all of a sudden don't do it one day and then there's some sort of backlash because they have been taking you for granted 
that's even worse. And then just emotions will fly and it could turn into a really big confrontation as opposed to just approaching it head on. So please be aware of that in your relationships. Next, know that time apart is really healthy and needed. Sometimes people think that being addicted to each other is the best thing ever, but in honesty, it's important to take time apart to be appreciative of your own life and really appreciate when you come back together. So I think this applies both to people that are dating um, and not living together and then uh, married couples that are living together. So in regards to obviously for a couple and you're not living together, um, this is easy because, you know, you're going to go back to your home. They're going to go back to theirs. And, you know, once you see, when you go back to your everyday life or what you need to do, and then you come back together for a date or a meeting or whatever it may be, when you see each other again, it's like, you know, the heart grows fonder, like when you're away. And I feel like that's a really true statement. And, um, it's important to really stay present in your own life, you know, don't just like kick it to the curb because you know how when you're in a relationship and especially in the beginning, you want to spend all your time with them and sometimes you don't engage in your normal uh, routine and activities and spend time with your friends as much because you want to spend all your time getting to know this new person and getting closer to them and really figuring out if it's a good fit. Like I totally understand, but you still need to have some sort of balance and routine in your life. You don't want to totally just throw everything away just because this new person has entered in like what makes them that special to just immediately interrupt everything like you still need to be doing you you still need to be living your 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 life because in the event that it doesn't work out you don't want to have to go crawling back to your friends and be like oh sorry that I ditched you for however long and that didn't work out like no you want to you can definitely like you know switch your schedule up and be like hey you know I'm not going to be able to Um, go to this thing that we normally go to but let's like reschedule like don't just cut everything out of your life to put this person first and foremost you gotta you gotta add them into the schedule that's I guess that's really what I'm trying to say and also just know that like you don't need to spend every waking breathing moment with them and in regards to being married or living in the same household uh, you still need to go out and have your own hobbies and I know during COVID this can be a lot more difficult honestly I was uh, my husband and I were very surprised that we grew a lot closer together by being home together so much more than we normally are like normally I am like all over the place involved in so many different things I am not home that often and I used to work outside the home so that made it even more time apart and we definitely did really cherish the time that we would have together however um even being married though like even during this this season of COVID where you're not able to go um out as many places you still want to have that time alone you still want to like go and watch whatever guilty pleasure show that you like to watch that you're your spouse doesn't like to watch or maybe you want to go and do a hobby or take a walk or you know just have some alone time maybe go spend some time with your kids one-on-one whatever it may be you just you do need to make sure that you are still engaging in things that are solely for you that really give you life and give you mental strength and know that when you come back together to hang out and be together that it's just that much better your bond just continues to get stronger because you're able to give each other space but still and respect what each other likes to do and how they like to spend their time but also really cherish the time when you do come back together so you're not like continually together all the time and getting sick of each other or you know getting on each other's nerves and I'm not saying that's going to happen in every single situation or relationship at all 
but it is important to give each other space so you can breathe and you can still be autonomous in who you are and in your individuality but still amazing in your relationship together. So I hope that makes sense. The whole like being with people 24-7, addicted to each other, like always together. I feel like it really takes a toll on, you know, continuing to fully be you and still live for you. Because you can live for yourself and still live for the relationship. So if you haven't ever really taken any time to think about that, I encourage you to do that. And just know that, As an individual person, you still matter, and then you still matter in this relationship, so consider that. Lastly, know that who you are and what you're all about is determined by you and not your partner. So don't let yourself get consumed into being the person you think your partner wants you to be or possibly forcing you to be. Be yourself. Um, It's not worth it to keep up a charade that will break down at some point because if you can't be yourself, truly, it won't be a long-lasting relationship. Don't lose yourself to someone else. Um, It's very important that you, again, talking about being your individual self, you know, still living for you, still um, putting things that you love and enjoy and just fully makes you feel whole make sure that you still uh, make those things a priority and not just fall into the trap of becoming someone else uh, for the sake of pleasing them and not letting them mold you into someone that you are not um, just to please them. And I don't know how to say this the best way, but it's important for you to see those red flags that they're happening. If someone is trying to continually change you, um, to better fit their life, you need to be aware of that. You need to be aware of the fact that it's okay to be you and people should accept you for who you are. And yes, I understand that if you're in a relationship when you're young or when you're you're older or whatever age that you are, there could be times where you will grow and learn and change and become a better person because of someone else that comes into your life. I understand that. But it's a totally different game when someone's coming in and telling you how you should be, how you should dress, how you should act, what job you should have, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. So, you know, those might come off as really nice recommendations in the beginning and they're like, yeah, it's for your betterment. And you're like, okay. And you do that. But if that continues to happen constantly over time and they're continuing to push their agenda, their way of who, their idea of who they think you should be on you just for their benefit and you don't see any benefit to yourself and it's not helping you and it's really like, like, creating a void inside you and you don't even recognize who you are at some point you really need to take a step back and take perspective of like what is happening here why are they doing this what what is going on and unfortunately that might have to end in a confrontation or just some sort of way to for you to communicate to them like hey you know I maybe I don't want to dress like this or maybe you know I really enjoy what I do do for a job or I don't understand why you're telling me that I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't hang out with these people or you know or that activity is not approved by you that kind of thing so you have to know that everyone is responsible for themselves their emotions their feelings their actions their decisions who they are, their happiness. Um, Even in a relationship, you are responsible for your own happiness. So you have to remember that you have to 
make those decisions, even if they're hard ones, even if they'll upset your partner. You have to have a honest, like, face-to-face conversation with them, a come-to-Jesus moment to let them know that, hey, you know, if you're going to be really upset and you're going to continually force me to be this way, then this might not work out or we really need to have a discussion on why are you doing this? Do you even realize that you're doing it? Why do you feel this way? I don't feel this way. You have to be true to who you are. Don't let yourself just disappear into thin air and become the person that they want you to be because that's not what you're looking for. You're looking for someone that's going to accept you for who you are. You guys are going to grow together and become better people and there'll be changes and there'll be shifts. Of course, you might not end up being the same person that you were um, some years down the road, but you're still not going to be completely devoid of who you naturally are, if that makes any sense. So just make sure that who you are and what you're all about is determined by you and not by your partner. Because you know, in a relationship, isn't it just a beautiful thing that even if you discover that you guys are like total opposites, which is kind of the way that my husband and I are, but it's still amazing how you love each other, how you care for each other, how you still have things in common, but you're still like separate individual people that have individual specific needs and interests and it's just amazing. So I want you to remember that and that should be the goal in the end, but Yep, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I have been recording for almost just about 25 minutes at this point. I told you, I feel like every time I'm like, it's going to be a quick one, and then it's not. And then I really think it is, and then it's not. So I'm really sorry about that. Hopefully you enjoy these episodes, though, even if they are a little bit longer. Um, you know, I tend to prefer podcasts that are a little bit longer. However, you're welcome to come uh, visit me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo and tell me how you feel about that. I really appreciate that. Let me know in my DMs, too long, too short. Um, if you have ideas for what you want me to talk about on the show, that'd be great. Or just want to come say hi, I'd really appreciate it. But again, I really hope that you like this episode. And if you know anyone else that would really enjoy it, I encourage you to share it with them. I would greatly appreciate that. Um, again, you can come visit me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. You can visit my website, which is sabrinajoy.com. Um, and if you look in the description box under all of the show notes, which are available to you, there is my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you come back for tomorrow, the last episode of this week, talking about relationship struggles and go back and listen to the previous episodes if you haven't already. But until next time, I hope you have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.